Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. On this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, I want to talk about managing expectations. Especially as we get towards the end of the year, this is a key piece of being able to get through that end of the year without making ourselves crazy. And it's a continuation of that conversation we had around solutions being a key piece of leadership and that whole service and how we serve and how we show up and those kind of things. So to to recap, one of the things that has happened over the last few months around technology was my getting this new computer, right? And things not working and the service being awful. And it was just, it was just a nightmare, which I've been able to, to fix it um, and get it all straightened out, right? Thank goodness. Um, I finally found someone who understands solutions as opposed to just no. And what I realized in the work that I do for me, right? The, the deep work with my therapist and, and in other ways in journaling, is I was evaluating, why do I get so dang angry at those kind of things? Why do I get so angry? I mean, like stroke level angry. And what I've recognized about myself is I don't expect freebies. I don't expect extra. I don't expect any of that stuff. But I do want one I paid for, right? I expect you to be a person of your word and to do your job. If it says that when you do X, Y happens, then I expect Y to happen. Pretty simple. You don't have to do Y and Z for me, but you at least need to do Y. And I've got such a high bar and a high standard for doing what you say you're going to do that it makes me crazy when that doesn't happen. And it makes me crazy about me too, as I think about, you know, over time, how just working on this business and being an entrepreneur and and times when I really wanted to deliver something and I said I was going to, and then I got really tired and I just didn't, it was like the next day or the next hour. And, and it just made my, made me crazy. And then it was that whole spiral. I can't believe you're doing this. You didn't do this when you were working for somebody else. Why are you doing this when you're working for you? Cause it's all about you and you're your brand. And you know, that whole death spiral of drama around these expectations that are missed and being a person of your word and that whole anger and that, that irritation, that frustration, that disappointment is all tied to expectations. I expect people to do what they say they're going to do. Pretty simple, right? Especially if I do my part before I even get to them, then I expect it to be really smooth and simple. Now, the saying is you set really, really low expectations. So then you can only be pleasantly surprised. You won't be disappointed. You'll only be pleasantly surprised. And most of the time I try to do that. But every once in a while, it's like, no, no, no. I'm just going to be the glass half full girl. It's going to happen. They are really going to do what they said they're going to do. And each time, dang it, they don't. And there I am really upset. And what makes it even more frustrating and makes the situation even worse and the anger even worse is because there feels like there's no recourse. There's absolutely no recourse when someone doesn't do what they say they're going to do. How do we get restitution, right? How do we get made whole when people just don't do what they need to do? 
And again, it all comes back to expectations. Well, this episode is going to drop on December 1st of 2021. And that means we will have 31 days until the end of the year. And coming towards this end of the year, probably like many of you, I have a million things still on my list that I've said, I really got to get this done by the end of the year. I'm not going into 2022 with this. I've got to get it done by the end of the year. And that list is 400 miles long. There is stuff on the list that clearly I will not be able to get done by the end of the year. And why am I setting this expectation then that everything on the list has to be done? I'm setting myself up for disappointment. I'm setting myself up to get in that spiral of why didn't I? I can't believe I didn't. And and it being so overwhelming that you end up doing nothing, right? It's all about me setting expectations for myself. So when I look at that whole list, I decided to do something different. Again, deep work, y'all. Looked at that list and said, with the help of my therapist, first said, you know, hey, here's the things that I'm really going to do. The one or two things I'm going to get done by the end of the year. And then every time we talked, there was like a few more things that crept on, right? <laughs> well, I got to get this done and I'm definitely getting those things up, but you know, I want to add these. But I had to go back and look at the whole list and say, okay, when, if I'm talking to a client, what do I tell my clients to do? And one of the things I say is when you look at this list, if, if something on this list doesn't happen, right, is something catastrophic going to occur? Like you're going to lose your house. Your kids are not going to be able to eat. You're going to wind up in the hospital. Is something catastrophic going to happen if you don't complete something on this list? If the answer to that is yes, then you need to complete that thing. If the answer to that is no, then everything on the list is up for grabs. Absolutely everything. To do or to not do at whatever time you decide. Because everything else is not catastrophic. It's not going to have a catastrophic outcome. It is simply a choice of priorities. So once we got that down and I got my mind wrapped around that, it actually took my blood pressure down a little bit because I'm like, I'm not going to lose my house if I don't get this stuff done. So let me reevaluate the list. And as an entrepreneur, part of the thing you really have to worry about is what are you working? What are you doing that's working in your business versus on your business, right? All the infrastructure type of stuff that sets you up to generate revenue, but in and of itself doesn't generate anything. Takes all your time, right? And effort and focus, but it doesn't actually bring you any revenue versus the stuff that brings you revenue. You're working on your business. And so as I looked at the list, the first thing was, you know, what's revenue generating, what's not. But then I also had to look broader. You know, we've talked about goals. We've talked about having a plan, right? A strategy. As I've gotten to the end of the year and I look back on the things that I've accomplished this year, there's some real clarity, even more so as I've come through around what I'm going to deliver to all of you to serve in 2022. Some things I really streamlined, simple, focused, and I'm really excited about those things. And I'm ready to work on this. I'm ready to move forward because I've got to adjust some content. I've got to, and it's exciting. And there's this other stuff that's working in the business, infrastructure, changing tech, all of these things that have taken much longer than I anticipated mostly because of the clarity around the other stuff that was missing, but I know it needs to get done. So when I went back and looked at the, at the list in the context of, okay, I have a choice to prioritize. When I think about how I want to feel 1-1-2022 to kick off a new year, I looked at the list in that way and said, you know what? That stuff that's working in your business, it's not generating revenue this last 30 days. But that stuff working in your business is going to set you up to be able to do the things you want to do for 2022. And you know how you're going to feel on 1-1-2022 if you're still looking at this list and those things, those infrastructure things are still not complete. 
It's one thing if you have to tweak them here and there, but to be fully still in prep mode will not be acceptable to you. And you can see the death spiral coming, right? So I made the conscious choice to manage my expectations around what I was going to do for the end of the year. I'm going to work on those things that are in my business in order to set myself up to be able to work effectively on my business. Now, I'll still be doing this podcast. I'll still be doing the radio show. There'll still be some things that outside of that are going to be day to day that that enable me to continue to show up and continue to serve even for this last 31 days of the year. I'm going to continue to do that. I'm not going to just disappear to work in my business. But the other things that are on the list become ancillary or secondary to that critical infrastructure in the business piece to get done, right? And then I can look at everything else to say, nope, that is your continuity piece, your visibility piece that needs to happen. This other stuff doesn't. So keep working in your business and then make sure you get this visibility stuff done so that you're able to serve people and give them what they need and respond to their questions. The weight that was just lifted by doing that was incredible because here's the deal. I was the one setting the expectations, me. I was setting expectations. And so if I was unhappy, if I wasn't going to be able to meet them, if there was something that didn't feel right about them, I set them. Therefore, I can change them. I can adjust them. I can take additional data and information that I've received and make a a change to be more flexible or adaptable or morph something or completely eliminate something with the new information that I have. The other thing that's key about that is really looking at those expectations and determining the ones that you've set, but also the ones that someone else has set for you, who are they? What is their interest or their agenda? And what does that have to do with where you're trying to go in your purpose? Is it an expectation that someone set for you that's actually continuing to drive you forward, that's pumping you up, that's giving you additional information you need, additional skills, that is really supporting you in your effort, that understands your purpose? Or is it just because of someone else's perspective of who you are and what you can do and what you can deliver that is blocking the stuff that you know better around needing to do. Again, take the information in, understand what it is, and then be discerning about what you keep and what you kind of discard and why. But understand where the expectations are coming from, right? Whose expectations are guiding you? And then What's the worst that can happen? And evaluate and manage your list and prioritize your list based on that. I am very clear going in that I'm going to be working in the business for this last 31 days. But I can feel already the the joy and the relief when it is done. And I don't ever have to think about it again until I'm ready to change tech again or ready to change service offerings again. It'll be done and done. I don't have to think about it. And that's how you also know you've kind of at least on the right path. Because you get that sense of peace, that sense of, in some cases, euphoria at the feeling that's coming. You can see it on the path to your ultimate destination. That's a plus. But you have to give yourself time to evaluate and understand those expectations so that you can make the right choice. This is really important as we come to the end of the year, also for leaders, right? Going into next year, setting goals, setting expectations. How do we go into January and we're getting, making sure people have their goals and they're ready and how we're going to expect them to perform. We're doing this whole new world of work, right? How are we going to work differently in the future, right? The future of work, how's that going to happen? And setting those expectations of how that's going to be. 
and and where people should be and and what kind of performance they should have being really clear about that as a leader what you're expecting from people and why so even if they don't like it they understand why and here's a side note you know we can no longer say that it's not possible to work at home we just can't that's just a lie it is possible to be as efficient and effective if not more so by working at home for many of the roles that we have across the the world actually but it is okay for organizations and leaders to say you know from a cultural perspective, we really place value on community that's built when people are working together in the same space. We really like the camaraderie that's built, the trust that's built by that face-to-face. Now, you need to be honest and genuine about that. It shouldn't be just, I don't like people working remote. It's harder for me to manage them when they're remote, so I'm just going to tell them I really like when they're in. Be honest and genuine because people can see through that. But if your organization's value really does lie in that being together, then say that and also understand and own the consequences in your talent search, right? And talent acquisition processes own that impact of that choice. Because as people have been home and are making decisions around integrating their personal lives and their work lives more so now than ever, there may be some talent that you lose, right? Or talent that you can't even get because the requirements you have and how someone works for you, that how being where, when, how often, all that kind of stuff, may have an impact on that. Just know that and just own it, right? Now, here's the piece that we often miss. The individual accountability piece around expectations. Yes, we got to set our own expectations for what we want and where we want to be and, you know, how we want our careers to grow and where we want to wind up. If we want to be CEO, if we want to be a VP, if we just want to be individual contributor, if we want to commute, we don't want to commute. All of these expectations in this strategy of who we believe we want to be professionally and how we want to work professionally, those are really important for you to know. It's important for you to know them in the context of where your life is right now. And to give yourself some grace that those things may change over time because life circumstances change. And so sometimes our desires and needs and deal breakers change. What is missing often is the communication, the effective communication, right, of those desires, those expectations to your organization or your supervisor, you know, your boss, your leader, whoever, your colleagues, And so that gap, because there's not been a communication of what the organization expects and what the individual expects, becomes a chasm. And while the organization realizes that they have to own if they're asking everybody to come back to work, often as individuals, we fail to own the impact of the things we set as deal breakers. If what you have decided is based on the pandemic, you are never going to commute again, that is awesome. That is awesome because I've had some crazy commutes. Just understand that just because you don't want to commute doesn't mean that you can work anywhere and everywhere you want to work because there are organizations who will require a commute because they're going to require you to come in. And so we have to be mindful of the expectations we set upon an organization, especially the bigger organizations that are really shareholder driven, not stakeholder driven, but shareholder driven. There's only so much flexibility that they're going to be able to muster, right? Only so much flexibility that they may be able to give to someone or to be able to manage through kind of the differences because they also worry about litigation and being consistent, those kind of things. So when you set those expectations, it's also important for you to set expectations for yourself around how you're going to manage a refusal to meet your demand. And it may not be so dramatic as they just, they are not going to give me what I want. It, It doesn't have to be dramatic. 
It just be, could be a complete disconnect between the values of the organization and what they hold dear and what they think is important for how they want to run the business versus what you believe is important for how you want to run your professional and your personal life and how you want to integrate those two. And that gap is okay. It's going to exist. The only thing to do is to know the gap because you communicated and then to understand what of that gap is absolutely non-negotiable for you. So you're going to have to make a different choice or what is at least tolerable in this point in time. And then you move accordingly. But if we don't understand our own expectations, one, the ones that we put on ourselves, but also the ones we put on others, it is going to be practically impossible to be able to communicate and understand and move forward to achieve goals in a way that is reasonable and doesn't cause additional consternation and stress, right? Because we have to do a postmortem. I don't know what happened. How did that happen? How do we not understand it? Oh, you know what? I never said that out loud. And I know sometimes, especially when you work by yourself or you're type A, right? And you're moving around. There are a lot of conversations I have that I realize once I'm talking to somebody else that I had the whole conversation and the whole plan with myself. I said nothing to anyone else. And I'm starting in the middle of the conversation and they are way behind because see, they didn't get the details of what was in my brain. But I've learned over time because I do that to be mindful of, okay, let me back up and say, here's, here's where we're going. Here's why I made the decision I made. Here's some of the expectations that I had. Because by communicating clearly as a leader, which is my job to communicate clearly, I am not only able to let people know where I stand, but I'm also able to give them a platform to give me additional information that I may not have that may or may not change my expectations or change where I'm going. But what's really important is by being clear on those expectations as an individual or as a leader in an organization, that tendency to then spiral out of control because of anger or disappointment or frustration, that gets a little less. And you're able to sit more in the possibilities because you all are on the same page around the expectations. And you can manage that frustration and that craziness and that madness that happens because you all know where you're going. This is really important for those of us who are overachievers, right? Type A insecure overachievers, raise your hand, who are trying to get everything else done, who are trying to make sure that no stone goes unturned. And not only do you got to get it all done, you got to get it all done tomorrow. Managing those expectations, becoming much more reasonable about what can and cannot be done in what time frame, understanding why and making a conscious decision around what you're going to leave behind or just leave till later based on is it catastrophic or are there bones sticking out and blood on the floor or is this just a choice I can make based on the outcome that I want. So going into this last 31 days, I encourage you to take a look at your list. Take a look at all the things that you have still got on your list that have to be done. Because remember, on top of all of that is Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all of these other things where there's gifts and parties and potlucks and decorating and all of these things are now upon you. Go back and look at the list. Manage your expectations for yourself. Communicate your expectations to others and understand where the gaps are so that you can move accordingly. You will give yourself so much more peace. I guarantee so much more peace if you just do that simple thing. Take the time, look at the list, manage the expectations and communicate those. Have a fantastic week. I thank you for tuning in to The Rutledge Perspective again. I'd love to know how you manage your own expectations around this end of the year or any other time. Those little tips and tricks, you never know who's looking for something and it might be great for the entire community um, and the entire village. 
as they try to figure out how we're all going to make it through this end of the year. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you making the choice. And I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic rest of your week. Take care. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutler's Perspective podcast, please pass it along.